Welcome back to another episode of Double Discipleship. My name is Doug Jones. And I'm Jason Wheeland. And this is a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your friendship with God. But we like to call it the show that helps you grow your <laughs> pant size as you enter into Turkey Day. <laughs> You've always got a good one. Always got one. <laughs> uh, Doug, are you feeling a little extra gobbly today? I'm feeling so gobbly. Good. I can hardly contain the gobbles. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> you got any exciting plans for Thanksgiving? Uh, we're just hanging around. No, we're, we're we're staying local. I know you are traveling, going out to the desert. Mm-hmm. Going to freeze and our tails off out there. Freeze your tails off, as you'll hear about in the uh, end of this episode. <laughs> Joyce looked at the forecast this week for Southern California, for like right here by us in in Orange County, and she was like, "Yay, it's going to rain! I love rain." Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Rain. And my heart sank because every time we've been, go- I've been going out to the desert. This cabin out in the desert since I was a little kid, literally, as long as I can remember. And every time it rains here, it means it's going to be both windy and freezing cold out in the desert. Rain be, here, cold and windy out which there. Which could be rough for riding. Yeah, it, it means your knuckles freeze and you basically get off your bike at the end and you basically have to slide your hands off Ugh. the handlebars because your f- hands don't want to like open up again. Hopefully the kids it's gonna are... Be, it's going to be a ball. Love it. Just love the cold. Just embrace do. it. We'll just bundle them up. They'll be these adorable little like puffy looking pandas <laughs> riding on... Motorbikes. I can't get up. I can't yeah. get up. <laughs> I love little turtles on the ground. Hey, what are we talking about today? Uh, today we are uh, spending our Thanksgiving episode, our Thanksgiving special, uh, with a special thanks because we have a new member on the spiritual growth team here at Saddleback Church Lake Forest. Uh, his name is Brandon Robinson. So we uh, wanted to bring him on and to get to know him a little better. So we did a little interview, getting to know a bit of his background, uh, just some fun questions ab- uh, about him. And uh, yeah, we just wanted you guys to get to know him too. We're calling him Brandon, the best thing ever to happen to this team, Robinson. It's quite a long nickname, and so yeah. it's really a pain it's to stick. say. It's also the first time I said it, and I didn't even stumble over the word. No, you got <laughs> it. Word for word, you did it. I'm going to make it um, stick. And then we also have a listener question that uh, we wanted to answer today. So uh, an early shout out to Sydney, mm-hmm. who wrote in a question a little while ago, and we're excited to get to respond to that at the end of the episode today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Everybody stick around for the theme song. I can speak, really, I promise. And uh, we'll be right back. Brandon, we are so excited you're here today, man. Yeah, glad to be here. First time on the show. First time. I can already tell you're going to be amazing. A little nervous. Don't be no. nervous. No. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Yeah. Just nah. a couple of pals. Yep. All right, tell us a little bit about yourself to start off, your background, where you're from, all that good stuff. So I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. That's where I consider home. I was actually born in Seattle, lived there till I was 10, 10 years old, and then my family moved to North Carolina. Um which is for me, like I said, that's home from fifth grade through high school after college, moved back to Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, so I've been out there until 2018. It's like about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in California, but yeah, initially it's, it was North Carolina. That's where yeah. I'm from. How'd you get out here in Southern California? Jobs. So a um, bit of an interesting story here. So my wife and I were both on staff at a church in North Carolina. Um, and she had been there for a good bit for years. Uh, her mom helped plant the church. Uh, she was, that was home, home for her. And she was praying about, I think it's time that I might be ready to leave. Um, Mm. 
it's probably more out there. And I was very supportive of it. I was like, yeah, I think it's a good time to start looking. So she started looking in the area um, for some different opportunities. Um, and then one day she called me and said, hey, I just sent a resume in to uh, Propel Women. It's uh, Christine Kane. I had no idea who Christine Kane is, what Propel was. So I'm thinking, great, figuring it's local mm-hmm. in the area. We actually <laughs> just bought a house that year. Uh, so we oh, thought we yeah. were going to be settled for a while there. Um, yeah. And she was like, yeah, but it's in, it's in California. And initially I was like, nope, it's a no go. We just got <laughs> said, a house. Is that uh, <laughs> one County over? Yeah, I'm exactly. Confused. Yeah. Yeah. Is that California County? Um, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not going to get it anyway, but I don't know. I just felt like I should, I, I should do it. Um, mm. and it was one of the situations where, you know, you have those moments where, um, it just strikes you and you, you just know, okay, this thing has legs. Mm. You just can have that feeling of this is probably going to turn into something. So the more that we prayed about it and thought about it, it seemed like God was really opening doors. Um, and I had known Anthony Miller, who's the communications pastor here previously. He was friends with the pastor of the church I was in Seth at. So I reached out to him and said, Hey, Anthony, uh, do you remember me? Basically, we met maybe two or three years prior to this. I said, hey, do you remember me um, looking for some job opportunities? Is there any graphic design opportunities? Actually, that's where I was, uh, the field I was working in. I said, is there any design opportunities at Saddleback? And he said, you kidding me? Like, we're hiring for two. <laughs> so he, I sent a resume in and it was it moved really quick. Uh, it was probably less than two months from that mm. conversation to first day on staff in the office that is fast. working yeah that's awesome. it was quick as a whirlwind for sure right on man yeah that's awesome well doug took my question so i'm gonna <laughs> sidetrack to a different question <laughs> i didn't realize that was the next <laughs> and um <laughs> if only you had looked at them i only see the highlights which are mine uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um so how, how did you meet your wife and um how long have you guys been married all that jazz so yeah we've been married for three years and i met her uh on staff at the church in North Carolina is called Transformation Church. Um, I was just coming out of college. I felt called towards ministry, but didn't know how to do that or what that looked like. I didn't know if that meant, okay, I need to go to seminary immediately. This is, I need to become a pastor or I I was really clueless about what being on staff at a church looked like or ministry in general. Mm. Um, So I was in a men's group at the time. And the guy that led the men's group was really good friends with a pastor of this church down the road, which I ended up interning at. And he said, Hey, you need to talk to this guy. He can just point you in the right direction, get your feet under you a little bit, give you some pointers, some tips, what to be thinking about. Uh, so I hopped on a call with him one day on my lunch break at work. And by the end of it, he said, you know what, how about you just come intern at my church and we'll figure this out together. It's perfect. It was literally 10 minutes from my house. Hmm. Um, so I joined that church as an intern. My wife was on staff as a worship leader, worship director there. Uh, we were two of four 20-somethings, young 20-somethings at the time. So mm-hmm. it was kind of just, we were around each other a lot. We met, and um, the more before we were around each other, before, yeah, before you know it, you're dating, you're <laughs> yeah. in love, you're getting married. Sharing uh, spaghetti. And she's yeah, sharing accepting a job in California. Yeah, and then she yeah accepts a job <laughs> in California. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. a sweet, sweet story. Yeah. Uh, tell us what attracts you to the purpose of discipleship. We know you have a like a, a big ministry background. You've done a lot of ministry. You got a creative background. Why discipleship? Discipleship. Um, I think it started for me in maybe I was I became aware of it in college, but even before that, in high school, I had I was the kid in my school 
pretty much like if you had a question about the Bible, it was like, oh, Brandon's probably reading the Bible. Like, go go mm. ask him. <laughs> um, and I always had like a curiosity about God. Mm. Um, my family, we grew up, we went to church. That was a thing every Sunday. Um, but I was kind of on the fence, like I said, curious a little bit of, I don't know, I'm just kind of feeling this out at my own pace, at my own time. Um, but I would read the Bible, but I would, I would pray, but I was still a little unsure. Uh, but like I said, I was super curious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of developed a rep at my school of, if you had questions, ask Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was in college. I was growing in my faith a lot. I was leading a small group, uh, my senior year. And it was really there. I like, I felt like I had that realization of, oh my gosh, I love being a part of helping people understand mm-hmm. opening up the Bible together. And it's, it can be a super intimidating experience. Um, what do you read? Where do I go? Should I read a passage? Should I read a verse? Like, what should I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and I love being a part of that process of helping it seem a little bit more accessible, uh, for people. Uh, and it really from there, that was, I'd say like the birth or that's like that, the catalyst really to, mm. I think I, I want to be in ministry. Um, so a lot of things were happening around that time, but it was in college leading a small group and understanding, coming to that realization, man, I love being a part of a part of helping people understand and feel like they can be closer to God. And then mm. at Saddleback, once I went through, was going through the classes, once we moved out here, went through 201, it was by far my favorite class, loved it. And that's how I knew, okay, I think there's something here. I need to, I need to dig a little bit deeper. Mm. Good stuff. Cool. That's awesome. So what we're trying to do in in this conversation is just to get to know you better and to give our listeners a chance to get to know you better because you're going to be hearing more of Brandon in the future. Um, So do you have like a life verse or a scripture that is particularly meaningful to you that you think might help listeners get to know you just a little better? Definitely, definitely. Uh, For me, it's Philippians 1.6. As I'm confident of this, that he began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. And I love that verse, um, especially early on in my faith. And as I was trying to figure things out, it was really easy to slip into just performance mode of like, what does God want me to do? How do I do that? Can I do that well? Can I do that consistently? And I would really like work myself up. Um, I had a lot of anxiety around performance, around saying the right thing, around doing the right thing. Mm you know, like perfect attendance at church, small group, all of these things. Uh, And that verse really brought just a lot of comfort and ease to me of like, okay, my life is in the hands of God. He's going to complete this work that he started in me. So it was really a comfort of like, Brandon, I got you. Mm. I got you. Take a deep breath. The work that I started in you, I'm going to finish in you. Um, Yeah. So it's just like a a comfort and ease thing. um, Because I feel like I have the personality type that leans towards obsessing over things and Mm. wanting to perform well, wanting to do, you know, do the right thing Mm. to be in good standing with God. Um, which does, it doesn't really work like that. And that verse really shed a lot of light on that situation for Mm. me and brought me a lot of comfort. Yeah. Mm. I can identify with those feelings. (laughs) Yeah. What's something, Oh, excuse me. I'm jumping the gun. No, you're right. Oh no. Yeah. We got it. Uh, what's something in the spirit of Thanksgiving that you're just really grateful for? Um, little sappy. I'm going to say my wife. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say my wife, Laura. Shout out. Shout out to my wife. Yeah. Shout out, babe. Um, it's just this past year has been crazy. Tons of transition. Um, 
she's been going through a lot just health wise and she has just been an amazing just rock and mm. and solid and um has continued just pushing things forward has had a great attitude and i'm really thankful um just going through this past year with everything that's gone on just a really stressful year mm. um she's been able to stay like calm and collected and it's just brought great perspective to me and viewing these these harder seasons in our lives so i'm definitely thankful mm. for her mm. yeah yeah love that that's good uh, well, Brandon, I did tell you that we'd be ending our interview portion with yeah, a lightning round. Yeah. Uh, so again, this is there's no right or wrong answer. You can do these as quickly as possible. Okay. Yeah. And just kind of first thing that comes to your mind, and uh, away we go. Okay. Number one, <laughs> favorite sports team? Uh, Carolina Panthers. Ah, oh, they just got beaten by my Saints. I, I know. Um, <laughs> I know. N- number two, favorite movie? Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Okay, good one. Yeah. Number three, secret favorite movie that you don't want to tell people? Zoolander. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, being silly. And number four, least favorite holiday? Ooh, that's a good one. Least favorite holiday. I'm going to say Halloween. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's probably ours. You too. age out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do. And yeah. it's just uh, it's a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final one, number five, favorite meal? That's good. Dinner. Leftover dinner. Leftover love, dinner. Yeah. Okay. Love leftovers. There you so go. So I can eat leftovers the day after. I'm going to do it. What's your favorite dish to eat for dinner? Um, I'm going to go with my favorite dish right now. Really, I'm loving chicken thighs for some reason. Oh, dude. Didn't grow up eating them, there but they're go. just... On the uh, grill? Yeah. Oh, love so it. good. Love it. Chicken thighs. They caramelize so beautifully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joyce and I make this thing called Huli Huli Chicken, which is like a it's a chicken thigh, but it's like a it's a Hawaiian style with uh-huh. like this amazing sauce. Oh, so, yeah, so dang good. That sounds good. Huli Huli Chicken, good stuff. Good. Well, Brandon, we're going to help you cut your teeth with a little bit of doable discipleship. Yeah, uh, material here. We got a listener question, and okay. so I'll just throw this on the table. We can talk about it as a group. Uh, I don't have like a like a answer in my head exactly. I just wanted to talk this out a little bit. And I think as I've thought about this question, some verses come to mind. So as you guys think of verses, you can just throw them out there or whatever. But this question's from Sydney, who's an eighth grade listener. She says she really loves the show. Hi, question- Sydney. Yeah. Hey, hey Sydney. Sydney. Happy a- Thanksgiving. Shout out to you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thankful for your question. And here we go. How do you know, she asks, if you're righteous in God's eyes? That's a good question. It's an excellent question. And uh, I don't know, for me, my mind goes a few different directions right off the bat. There are probably a few biblical answers we could give to this mm-hmm. and, and talk in a few different veins here. Any, any initial thoughts from either of you? No, yeah. my mind's going a few different directions, so I'm going to try to hone it. But Initial thought for me, I'd say it's, it's really easy to slip into that mindset of righteousness is tied to performance mm-hmm. or how well you do something. Deeds, yeah. Yeah, deeds. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Righteousness is something that is given to you by God. So you can't pull yourself out of righteousness or put yourself into it. It's mm. given to you. And it's yeah. easy to mistake that for yeah, deeds, performance, works. Yeah. To like tricking God and pulling his arm, so yeah. to speak, into giving you that righteousness that's already yours. Right. Yeah. I mean, one of the one of the biblical answers is that no one is righteous. Not even one, mm. yeah. we're told that none of us on our own merits can stand comfortably in the presence of God because all of us have sinned. We've all turned away from God. But 
that righteousness is freely given through the gift of Jesus Christ as his death, burial, and resurrection and the hope of new life. And um, that's where I was going with that is like, it's, it's, it's in seeing the image of Christ. Yes. Yeah. So there's this, there's so the New Testament picture, and actually the Old Testament picture too. If we look at mm-hmm. like the, if you look at temple sacrifice, that there's this idea that there's covering by blood, that mm-hmm. that uh, that blood, ultimately the, the blood of a lamb, ultimately the blood of Christ, covers our sin, and that by trusting in Christ, our sin is covered. We're made righteous in God's sight, and so His righteousness is applied to us. Uh, whenever I hear a question like this, I think, oh yeah, that's something I've kind of wrestled with either. Consciously or unconsciously in the mm-hmm. past, kind of like what you were talking Definitely, about, Brandon. Yeah. Like, I feel like I got to do the right thing in order to be, as you said, in good standing with God. Mm-hmm. And that is a trap. Uh, if we get sucked into it, that can be a dangerous area. Now, certainly, there's nothing wrong with us uh, doing good deeds, right? Sure. Good deeds are commended. It's, it's important for us to do the kinds of things that are consistent with the kingdom of God and consistent with the character of Jesus. But... Uh, we also have to know that if we're stuck in a cycle of always trying to be righteous, um, it can lead to an anxious way of life where we're always feeling like we're not good enough, we're yeah, never good yeah. enough. And the message of the New Testament, at least one of the messages of the New Testament is, you don't have to be good enough because Jesus Christ is good enough. Mm-hmm. Trusting in Him is good enough. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of where I think on it. I, I would I would leave you, Sydney, thinking it's good to think about righteousness because it's a big theme of the Bible. We've got to be conscious that righteousness does matter to God, but we also recognize our own human limitations that we we cannot achieve the kind of righteousness that God desires yeah. on our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think, Sydney, if you're if you're a person who loves Jesus and you've trusted in Him and you're doing your best to follow Him day in and day out. Despite the mistakes you make and, you know, taking, you know, sometimes one step forward, one step back, or two steps forward, one step back, can feel like a messy process. But if you love Jesus and you're seeking to follow Him, His righteousness <clears throat> is applied to you, and you can live knowing that you have a close, unhindered relationship with God. Yeah, that's guys, good. that makes sense? Yeah, yeah that's good. <clears throat> so, Sydney, it sounds like you're the kind of person who's seeking Jesus. Just keep doing that. His righteousness is yours. That's all you got to yeah. know. And Sydney, if you want to, if you want a verse, uh, a good verse for this is Romans five one. It says, "Therefore, since we have been made righteous mm-hmm. through His faithfulness, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ." It's mm-hmm. we've been made righteous. God has given us His righteousness. You don't have to work for that. You don't have to stress about it. It's something that's freely given to you. Yeah. Um, so you can you can rest in that and you can take comfort in that. Yeah. And I'll. Tie back to the verse you shared from Philippians a second ago mm-hmm. that that yeah, yeah. there there is going to be increasing righteousness built yeah. in you over time. The Holy Spirit who lives in you is going to continually transform you into the kind of kingdom person who will, by nature, do more righteousness. So that work is going to continue yeah, in you, and good. just just lean into that and let God change you over time. Uh, and the fact that you're getting a, a start on this in eighth grade <laughs> <laughs> is is truly truly amazing. Right, way to go, Sydney. Excellent question. Thanks for thanks for emailing us. What should we end on? Anything else? Uh, happy Turkey Day. What are you grateful for, Jason? We're, we're fin to wrap up, and you that, haven't even said anything you're grateful for. That's a yeah. That's great. Uh, what am I grateful for? Uh, you know, I am I am grateful for my family. I am grateful for this church. Grateful to get to be a part of of this team and this podcast. And I'm grateful for the listeners that. Uh, Apparently want us to keep doing this podcast. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely something to be grateful for. That is good. <laughs> Should I? Doug, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, you're next. I kind of thought you were just going to take it away. You know what? I'm thankful for all the same stuff. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for two healthy babies who are not babies anymore, but um, thankful for uh, just the little things like the fact that we have food to eat and we never have to worry about these things. I mean, that's a huge, that's a tremendous blessing. Uh, I'm also thankful for space heaters because... Oh, yeah. We just mm, bought another one. We're about to, well, we're about to take our pop-up camper out to the yeah, desert for Pippi. for Thanksgiving, Pippi the pop-up. And because <laughs> the weather's about to shift, it's going to get down into the 20s oh my gosh. out there, yeah. there. And we have never taken this pop-up trailer. You know, pop-up trailer is just a tent right. on, on wheels. Yeah. <laughs> We've never taken her in such low temperatures before, so I'm hoping that our space heater can keep up. <laughs> Thankful in advance for that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We love you. We'll talk to you again next Tuesday. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of video content. And if you're already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcasts on Apple Podcasts or your favorite app, so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com doable to check out all our previous episodes. And go to saddleback.com grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts. Send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question just might inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Doug Jones, and I hope you'll join us again next week. Thank you.